Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This episode of The Kindness Project was recorded live on Facebook during lockdown, which explains why we're probably still talking about being stuck indoors. I hope you're enjoying your time outside to the fullest, and thanks for listening to The Kindness Project. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about lockdown blues, funny names and achievements. Good morning and welcome to the uh, Kindness Project. Hope you enjoyed our brand new, if you're watching us alive, I hope you enjoyed our brand new title. Yeah, really you, good, you might have it? heard the music start over <laughs> because I was testing the audio in the background and um, I, right. I forgot that it was going to pick it up and so... Oh, that's good. So that we've got a new little title page. So thank you for... Uh, esteemed producer Yay. Russell for producing that um, and welcome to the Kindness Project on the 27th of May yes. uh, 9.31 9.31, we're supposed to start at 9.30 really Well we did, right? we sort of did, but that title is so long that's it just it brought us to 9.31 it, did, it, did you notice that it said Wednesday and today's Wednesday? <laughs> it knows the day. I don't know whether that. It knows the I don't, day I don't, of the I, week. Are you, are you... And we have one for each, you know, day of the week that we do this. Amazing. So okay, it's... so that that is what's going on in our world. We get excited about titles now. Um, I'm joined by a girl who is pretty implied. It's uh, Charlotte Dames. Pretty sure you've used that one before. before. I might have. Yeah, and I'm joined by a man who's just come back from his own home gym. It's Chris Dames. Yeah, you know what? I've been really lazy over the last couple of days. I haven't done any exercise at all. So I thought today I'll get back at it. Um, and I don't know if it's made me feel be- better or not. I'm struggling a bit today. I think lockdown is getting to me today. So I'm reliant on you today to cheer me up. But hey, someone likes our new theme. Oh, excellent. Yeah, Desmond says cool theme tune. So thank you, Desmond. Um, so the first unofficial question of the podcast is... You got anything that makes me happy? Because I'm really feeling it today. Also, do you like the new theme? Because also, I do you like the new theme? It. Yeah. And so, if you want to come in and say hello, say hello, Safe. I'm telling the mud. <laughs> that is Sophie's contribution to the podcast today. She fell in the mud. I actually did. I was, I was in the dog pond. And I... What were you doing in the dog pond? Oh, I don't know. I was just in the dog pond and I slipped and I fell on my bum. Thank you, Sophie. I really appreciate that. Should we? Um, one thing I want to mention before we start um, is um, we had a lovely little um, Facebook message yesterday from um, uh, the team at EQ. Now, they're branding consultants up in Manchester, and they were talking about some of the things that um, have made them. Uh, uh, they've been using for a bit of self-care over the lockdown period and that was Audible and that was um, uh, a mindfulness app called Headspace but it was also listening to the Kindness Project clearly not today because I'm in a bit of a poor mood but on a normal day it's um, it's normally yeah it's normally alright isn't it? Yeah and even when you're in a poor mood why did I just nudge the mic sorry I had to like keeping an eye on things and even if you're in a poor mood you somehow seem to be chipper I'm, I'm trying my best I'm trying my best so what are we talking about okay, today so topics of conversations that I have written down worst names to give kids 
I figured this would be an interesting one because I found something. It's a list of names with the date, the birth dates. Okay, it's this list I found online right. um, about worst names people have ever given their kids throughout documented history. So here's, <laughs> here's um, some... Someone was born in 1771 in Somerset, England by the name of Burp. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one at the top that says Alpha Beta. I mean, that is un. un who, who, who that, died that in is, Yorkshire is, in 1849? That is somewhere where the midwives said, you got a name? And they went, no. And, someone. and the midwife's just gone, you can pick el- anything from the alphabet. Alpha Beta. Look at this top one. It's Abaecus Gentilis. Not a great name. Baptised in Buckinghamshire, England in 1648. Genuinely, I thought that one there said Doug. And I thought Doug's not a bad name. I know somebody (laughs) called Doug. Um, It's actually drug. Um, (laughs) Who was born in 1847 in Alabama in the US. Slappy uh, died in... This is a good subject. Sorry, can we just... Can we just um, add this as one of our unofficial questions of the podcast? Silliest name. Um, <laughs> we'd really like in, that. Luca was born in Essex in 1870. One too many. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like if you want to be known as the as the child that was just a step too far, just call your child one too many. Here's Sophie again. She was a make contribution. Look, and look at these full oh, names. Um. Uh. Okay, so we've got but that's my favourite. Full name, barbecue. 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 If your name is Mr. Key, do me a favour. Don't give your son the first name Don, alright? Just no, Don Key just doesn't work. Rob <laughs> <laughs> If your surname is Berry. Don't give your uh, son the first name. Rob. Oh, robbery. Um, go on, give me, give me a few others. Sarah Tonin, married in 1813. Yep. Yeah. Um, Timber, <laughs> born in 1867. Timber. Testicle, born in 18. <laughs> I'm wondering whether these are people who have married into these names, or like if you've got if your name is if your name is well the thing is so if your name is sorry I've just got that if your name is Tess Smith do you marry Mr Tickle you probably don't dear you know what I mean born in nineteen in the in nineteen oh oh yeah I don't know how to say that. Gladys Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Gladys Friday. Someone's Go on, give me, give me a few more. I like these. Apple pie. Just because they're not good enough to eat doesn't mean they should be named after foods. Apple, Apple pie. Quiche. Cherry born top. 1900 in Ohio, USA. Or, Apple bo- pie. Born in 1830. Oh, I don't know. Or, or simply one name. <laughs> born in 1840. Just call your son or daughter. Porridge. <laughs> Look, lasagna. <laughs> 1968, North Carolina, so, USA. So we we lasagna. we have established 
We have to, right, can we stop just naming foods now? That's what we've got to No, it's on the list. 1876, Virginia, right. USA, okay. custard. So, what is um, the, the question of the podcast for today, unofficial, is what... Um, ridiculous name would you give your child um, if the <laughs> intention was to just pick the most ridiculous name? So, Someone named their child Caravan in 1857. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it'd be even better if their surname was Love. Caravan of Love. Um, anyway. Um, uh, Sophie, are you st- sticking around for the podcast? Or are you... Right, grab a chair then. Um, and come and sit shuffle. down. Um, so we've got we've got um, we've got another guest host today. It's right. Sophie Dave. So we've done names. We've established that naming your yes. child after food, cars, or just be careful when you name you pick a first name for a child. See, there was one person who just straight up named their child Penis, and it was like, no, no, no. please don't. So, would you mind filling us in on what the question of the podcast actually is? So, the question of the podcast today um, is, what are you most? Is it what are you most grateful for in lockdown? Yeah, what's been what's well, you, made you happiest during lockdown? So, um, this has been a particularly challenging time we know that um certainly some days better than others i'm even one of those some days um uh, but um what we'd like to know lockdown has had its advantages why have why don't you just get tapped on here twice like a dog um lockdown has had its advantages so please share with us what you think have been the good things about lockdown um um, so, what was it? Hello. Oh, okay. okay, okay. There's strange noises outside. Um, I, the way you two reacted, I thought it was an earthquake. Um, so, um, you can get in touch with us in all of the usual ways. Um, we are live on the Kindness Project uh, Facebook page, um, and you can watch that either live or on Catch Up, as many of our um, viewers do. Um, you can uh, listen on the uh Kindness Project website, uh, www.thekindnessproject.co.uk, um, or you can tweet us at holokindness, um, or you can email us at holokindnessproject.co.uk. All, all, all of those different methods you yes. can you can use to Someone get in touch. Um, now, what, what I've had one interesting thought though. By the time this goes out on the audio podcast, lockdown's going to be over. Maybe. It will. It will. Because we're we're about three months ahead on the audio podcast because we only do an episode a week, don't we? That's a good point. We've only been in lockdown for, what, two and a half months? Yeah. So so if you're listening to this on the audio version of the podcast, um, speak to us from the future. You know, let us know what's happening in the... Why are you singing when I'm talking? <laughs> let, if, if I knew the Back to the Future theme, I'd be singing too right now. Let let us know what's going on today in your world and what you're um, looking back at lockdown, what your most <laughs> positive um, uh, thing in lockdown was. I have more topics of conversation. Okay, so... Uh, I put this one on there because it was one of the things I thought would be interesting to talk about. So how have you changed since we have begun this podcast? Clearly grumpier. <laughs> Clearly grumpier. I don't know. Um, 
I'm, I'm trying to put a positive spin on stuff, but that's not... The... Let, let's think two years back. How have you changed since two years back? What? Are you changing the question? You, no, no, no. That was the like question the originally. Oh, right. just twisted it. Okay. So, so two years ago, how are you different from how you were two years ago? Hmm. I was uh, six. Uh, how were you different from two years ago, do you think? She was younger. <laughs> we were all younger. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest. It's really difficult because you just live your life day by day. I think I'm more... Hungry. <laughs> I'm, I'm fitter than two years ago. I'm hungry. I'm, uh, I'm more... Uh, I hope... Not today, clearly, but on most days I'm kinder. Um, uh, and um, I'm more focused on just living a better life. Two years ago, I still thought I was going to sit my GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two years ago, nobody knew what the coronavirus was. It was just this Stop weird... A fight it, was just a this, <laughs> it was just this weird thing. Jesus um, so, so, yeah, so what did you think... Uh, what's changed for two years ago? What's changed since um, uh, beginning this podcast? I've realised how much I miss about my normal life, um, particularly today. Um, and um, I've realised, actually, probably I'm a bit more resilient than I thought I was. Um, because despite today not being a particularly positive day, um, most days I'm feeling good. If you're so resilient, you up for one more question? <laughs> no, I'm resilient. I don't know if I can handle any more of your questions, but give me another one. Okay, what is the craziest thing you have ever wanted to achieve? Uh, I've got loads on my list. Um, what have you got on your list? Um, read every Shakespeare text ever, oh. uh, even if I struggle with them slightly. Um, find some way to balance journalism and creative writing and still be a re- reliable source of information, uh, even though a lot of my yeah. stuff is going to be fictitious. I like that word. Okay. Um, but you're not going to, like, when you do, like, Factual journalism. You're not gonna. I'm gonna call you. Start calling you Dominic Cummings. Like you make your own stuff up. Um, what? Um, <laughs> something crazy. That. Um, are you gonna, gonna specialise in fake news? No. Oh, okay. No, okay. No. Something. Something crazy yeah. that. She's not Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't even. That is. That is one thing I could do without. More Donald Trump. I'm not gonna rant. Um, so anyway, what's what do, what's the craziest thing you want to achieve, Safe? Backflip. Back, backflip. <laughs> I've just added a new one to my list. <laughs> backflip sounds very cool. Um, so for me, I think um, uh, I, I am I am going to eventually during lockdown, hopefully finish the Kindness Project book. That's one thing uh, that I want to I want to tick off my list. Um, I want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. That's on my list. I'm going to do that. Um, <clears throat> I've done the Paris Marathon, but it's always been on my list to run London. Um, and uh, I tell you, I tell you what I want to do in my list. Keep Ten on sandwiches. 
Yeah, that that's just gone on my list. Um, but also, but also, twenty foot sub without, uh, without any water. Uh, you know, you know what? Do you remember a couple of years ago? I got a bit obsessed about the Guinness World of Records, yep. and I kept on googling Guinness. I want to get a Guinness World Record, but I just don't know what one I want to go they for do yet. The cre- they do the weirdest things. Someone said. Um, the Guinness World Record for how many times they folded paper was 67 times. I thought that and if you fold it in a certain way, times. you can only get up to folding it eight times. No, look. Uh, no, don't, no, 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 we don't no, have a live no, demo, live no, on the podcast. No, you can fold it small like this and then it's going to be a long stick. You know what we could do? Welcome to the paper folding podcast with <laughs> Sophie Dames. You know what we could do? World's longest live stream. <laughs> 24 hours, That, hours. You know what? I think there's a comedian called Mark Watson who's who does 24-hour live streams. We can um, do a 48-hour live stream. How are we going to do that? I don't know whether I can stay up we'll, for 48 we'll hours. We'll take turns sleeping. Yeah, that, that's, the way, that's the way you do it. The longest um, video live stream is 161 hours, 11 minutes, 32 seconds in duration and was achieved by Hulu in Santa Monica, from the 13th to 20th of May. Oh, right, okay, I'm, I'm, you're going to have to go a year then. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, that's, that's seven days. That's seven days. If two we, weeks. If we did an eight-day live stream we'd consistent, get we'd get we, the record. Get that, sounds, record. that sounds doable. We could do that. That sounds doable. We could just take turns. Mum be there too. We yeah. could take turns sleeping. Yeah, but also, with the, like, the new technology... I would just, want to sleep halfway through, mate. Uh, um... Halfway through, what, three and a half days? You're going to... No, four, four days. days. Four days. Oh, yeah, sorry, we're doing eight days. We're doing eight days. Um, we so, want to yeah. be Hulu. So, 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 one of my aspirations is eventually, at some point, is to break a world record. Mm. And I'd like to do that. Even if I hold it just for one day, just to say that I've broken that world record would be amazing. I don't think it's going to be in sandwich eating, though, but nice Live try. Live streaming? What, um, maybe, maybe, maybe eight days is possible. We take time sleeping. Still may, one live stream. May, maybe eight days, as long as we continuously do it. Maybe eight days is possible. It's like uh-huh. Mum um, join and we take yeah, we could take shifts tonight. <laughs> we could take shifts. <laughs> yeah, we do shifts. We do shifts. Okay. Don't worry about all that work stuff and all of like us. school and. It's us just doing stuff we do every day during quarantine. What, just live stream our lives? Yep. But then does it count? If you live stream you sleeping, does it does it then count it's as a live stream? It's still live streaming. It's still live streaming now. Not convinced. Anyway, what's our next thing? I already have it queued up. Fine. Dave no, Bowles Dykes, no, Silver Linings, Reasons to be Grateful. Yeah. So uh, uh, thank you, Dave, for continuing to tag us in these posts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh then we'll um, we'll we'll take a look at every single one, and we love reading them out every day. Um, one of the many silver linings to emerge from this lockdown is learning something new. Um, uh, uh, Dave has been learning new words, um, uh, and the new words uh, that he loves, the space between your eyebrows, is called the glabella. Knew that. I didn't know that. I did. Um, there's a, there's a. If you're listening on the podcast, this means happy. But Sophie's just done a little visual description. Um, the way it smells after rain is called 
Petrichor. Petrichor, no. Yeah, I didn't know that. The plastic or metallic coating at the end of your shoelaces is called an aglet. There was a Phineas and Ferb song on that. Um, the rumbling of stomach is actually called a wamble. Wamble. Uh, <laughs> My stomach is wambling. So, so if you right, I'm having a little wamble. Um, wow. uh, the cry that. of a newborn baby is called a vegetus. Vegetus, I don't know. Um, the prongs on a fork are called tines. tines. I wonder if that, uh, what's that uh, uh, word that describes a word that sounds like the thing, like raw? What's that? Onomatopoeic? No, pit is the other one, isn't it? I, I don't know. Um, but that is it. Tings. Um, the sheen of light when you see when you close your eyes and press your hands on them is called phosphenes. Knew that. The day after tomorrow is called overmorrow. I could have guessed that. That is amazing. I'm going to use that. Um, we are podcasting next overmorrow. Um, yeah, Friday. Uh, the space between your nostrils is called the. Columena Nazi. Uh, ineligible handwriting, which I do quite a lot. Griffinage. Um the the dot over an eye and over a J is called a tittle. Tittle. Like tittle. That. I do that. Um, and the metallic advice used to measure your feet at the shoe store is called the Bannock device. Nice. We love all of them. Nice. So thank you for um, sharing them. We really appreciate it. Um, What's next? Oh, hi. Next, I have some good news stories, and I'm now regretting not putting riddles in to pack out the show. Okay. After weeks of struggling to meet, make ends meet, hair stylist surprised with $2,500 tip from a walk-in customer. $2,500? Yeah. A 32-year-old... Ha- Stop pulling on my phone charger, please. A 32-year-old hairstylist was left crying tears of joy after a walk-in customer surprised her and her co-workers with a hefty tip for their services. A stylist at Floyd's Barbershop at the University of Denver has been struggling to make ends meet since the salon closed amidst the novel coronavirus lockdowns two months ago. Although her regular customers have been sending her Venmo payments to support her during the closures, the single mother had been forced to negotiate special arrangements for the rent and utility bills at her home. Since the barbershop recently reopened to the public with strict sanitary and social distance guidelines, Novotny was put, finally able to return to work earlier this month. She had just finished... She had just been finishing up a busy Saturday shift last week when a man walked in for a haircut. As Novotny trimmed his hair, they chatted about baseball, Colorado, and the difficulties of making it through the quarantine. After Novotny finished the job and started sweeping the floor, the man settled his bill with the receptionist, but before he left the store, he made a puzzling parting comment. Just so you know, he told her, it's not a mistake. Minutes later, the salon's tearful receptionist ran over to her station and told her that the man had tipped her $2,500. Not only that, he had given $500 to the receptionist, $1,000 to the general manager, and $1,800 to be divided amongst the shop's 18 employees. Oh, amazing. Altogether, he left $500, $800 in tips. That is uh, very generous, amazing work. And um, there's places during quarantine, small businesses that haven't been able to open. So... Um, when we do get back to normal, um, and even now, if you need services, please try and support local small businesses. It's super important to do. I think we've got a comment. Um, Russell says, we've got to go for the longest live podcast. We might have to get Russell in on the mix. Yeah. 
and get in podcasting as well. Go on, the next. Okay. School bus drivers arrange heartwarming aerial tribute for graduating students in quarantine. Since the novel coronavirus that keeps describing it as that, uh, shutdowns have sh- cancelled thousands of graduation ceremonies across the country. These devoted Ohio bus drivers went above and beyond the call of duty to honour their student... Senior high school students. In heartfelt display of love and affection, the Loveland High School's aww, transportation department arranged 22 of their buses to spell out 2020 when viewed from above. Jim Barrett, oh. the school's art and photography teacher, then used an aerial drone to capture footage of the bus drivers waving up at the camera. Have we got a photo between... we can show or not? Or have we not that advanced yet? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> The school later published it to the social media as means of paying homage to the 392 graduating students, many of whom the drivers have known since grade school. So, oh, yeah, I like that. It's really clever. That, 2020 in buses. Yeah. Some yeah. of us have been around long enough to transport these kids since kindergarten, and some of us have only been working in the district for a few years. But the one thing we all have in common is our love for the students. Oh, amazing. This is a huge accomplishment, and any way we can show them some love, we will do it. So here's to the class of 2020. Your bus drivers are proud, all of you. Oh, that is amazing. You know what? You know what I like? Um, and, and I think we underestimate how tough a time it is for people who have missed school, um, including news too. But you're, you're doing all right, you too, aren't you? Charlotte. You want to read this one? Yeah. Six-year-old boy's dream come true after FedEx driver helped him to exchange gifts with Tony Hawk. I'm sorry, let me make it bigger for you. This little boy got to exchange gifts with his skateboarding hero after a compassionate FedEx driver went above and beyond to call of the call of duty to make it happen. The livery driver... Mikhail Farrar mm-hmm. had been driving through Swanee, Georgia on his daily route last week when he saw a youngster chasing after his mail truck. Six-year-old Cooper Morgan had flagged a Farrar down so he could ask him to deliver a gift to his skateboarding idol, Tony Hawk. Now, Tony Hawk is the world's probably most famous skateboarder i remember in the 90s he was he was big and i remember playing on my playstation tony Hawk skateboarding the closest i have ever been to being able to master skateboarding ever this is what's the story <laughs> the gift was a worn out skateboard deck that tony hawks that had tony hawks name written in black marker on the end of the board and cooper's name written on the other although the board was not properly packaged or addressed. The youngster told for a yes okay. to Tony Hawk from me, tell him it's from Cooper. For I did not want to disappoint Cooper, so he took a chance on the internet and posted a video to his TikTok channel explaining his predicament. A few hours later, after uploading the post, he checked his phone and he was stunned to see a flood of notifications from his social media users taking Tony Hawk and praising Farad for the adorable adorable gesture. Not only that, Hawk uploaded a video to respond to Farad on his channel, which was Pro Skater's first TikTok video in two years. What's Tony Hawk doing? He, he should get some TikTok in his life, shouldn't he? Yes. We, we love a bit of TikTok. Actually, my favourite TikToker at the minute, is that a word? TikTok? Yep. Yeah. We're using it. Is it an actual way to yeah. describe people who do TikTok yeah. videos? TikTokers. My favourite... Um, are you a TikToker? 
<laughs> I may be. I may be a TikToker. Uh, my favourite TikToker at the minute is the Icelandic legend that is Dardy. Who's Dardy? The guy who did oh, think about things. Guys. The Eurovision oh. guy. Oh. Um, so I, I like his videos at the minute and I am a little bit obsessed with think about things. Dad. I, I, yes. Can you beat the... Can you beat Johnny D'Amelio's how many likes you get? I don't know. She's really famous TikToker. She's getting loads of likes just for eating cake. Is she? Maybe we should do that. Maybe that should be the world record. What? Do you want to carry on with the story? Hawk thanked for connecting him with his young fans and sent a private message with his home address to f- so Farrah could mail the skateboard. Hawk also said he would be mailing several new skateboards over to Cuba and his family in return. Oh, nice. His nine-year-old brother, Tucker... Oh. Both avid skateboarders because of their father, Robbie Morgan, who started skating with his own younger brother when they were children. Yeah. So when he and his kids received a package containing three new skateboards from Hawk earlier this week, they were flawed. We both idolised Tony Hawk. A lot of kids got into skateboarding because of him, so this is a childhood dream of mine. Seeing the look of joy on their faces when they saw the video, and when they got the package this morning, it's been surreal. Amazing. So that is the stories of good news in this episode of The Kindness Project. So thank you. We've got some answers to the podcast and thanks for um, sending these in. So what's made you happiest during lockdown? It's been quite a popular one this morning considering I already posted it this morning. Um, Steve Dan um, said that he had the virus so coming out of that um, was a big relief. Hazel Gray said Zoom drinks with friends every Thursday and Friday. Lockdown has made friendship stronger and brought us closer, strangely. Mm. Um, Kim Oval said, having quality time with my husband and children away from all the madness. Jane Eve Hogan said, family time. Uh, Katie Bragoli said, the simple life. Family time, eating together. No rushing to clubs, commitments, garden evenings. No clock watching. Board games, baking and movie nights. And we've enjoyed some of that, haven't we? You know, making sure that we've got enough time for each other. Greek night, takeaway night in the Dame's house on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Russ is enjoying how well are that. That food was amazing, wasn't it? Caribbean. Yeah. They had a big block of mac and cheese. It was delicious. Cool. Um, Russell Dame said... Uh, he's enjoying how well the Kindness Project is going, um, and that stands a lot he down to... He is very the, happy indeed. Yeah, a, a lot down to your hard work, right? Yes. So thank you for delivering on that. Uh, Justin said, uh, being able to spend quality time with his gorgeous new puppy. Aww. Uh, Chris Laney's saying, seeing wonderful people helping each other, uh, people seem more polite, and uh, the podcast is, for me, so real. So mm. thank you. Uh, Caroline Thompson said being able to spend more time at home rather than commuting every day. Um, although I do miss the weirdos on the tube. That's me with the peeps uh, on the bus. But not the peeps on the bus. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the name of a podcast all in its own. The peeps on the yeah, bus. Yeah, it's a fiction podcast um, about, about supernatural creatures that board a bus. Yeah. It's, it's, one, it's one of your fiction slash journalism podcasts. Um, although I do miss... Oh. <laughs> uh, although I do miss the weirdos on the tube, but not enough to get back into the office just yet. Jill Bird's life in the peace and quiet and Steve Thompson saying 
being with Tracy Thompson more rather than working all the time. Um, so some really good ones there that are talking about the fact that lockdown for a lot of people has been about spending more time with the people they love, which I absolutely love as well. Um, Nick, Banford, I the, okay. Nick Banford said, taming the robin's nest in my garden so that they would eat from my... Uh, sorry, taming the robin's nesting in my garden so they would eat from my hand. Mike Rohan said... Having breakfast every day with my three-year-old. First time in her life, Daddy has been there every day for two months straight, and that's priceless. Um, I think the biggest thing for me about lockdown is that confirmation. And, and actually, even in lockdown, because we've still been working, we've probably not made the most of it as we should. But the fact that time is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Serena... Oh. It's Serena again, friend of the show, Serena. Um, Serena, do you want to do it? No. Do you want to do it, Soph? Serena. Serena. Thank you. <laughs> so I've, I've been honoured to pronounce the name. Cheers, guys. I've been honoured to pronounce Serena's I don't Serena's want to insult name. anyone. Serena van der Moelen. Um, so, so, you know, hey, look, if you're going to go for it, go for it. Serena van der Moelen said, seeing our lockdown has been so amazing for my daughter who has mental health issues. I've never seen her so relaxed. And certainly, uh, I've heard a lot of stories about people with anxiety who have found themselves in a position where, um, because they've been anxious, actually having the security of home um, has been has been a bit of a bit of a difference. I think there's one more. Um, uh, and Michael Taggart said, finally reason realising I was going to live three days after slicing the top off my ring finger with a potato peeler, blimey. Um, And under money said, visiting castles previously unknown to me, uh, which might be a reference to Dominic Cummings or might not, I don't know. On that note, uh, we are finishing the podcast. We have got a guest on Friday. Uh, it's Bianca, and she's going to be talking about the importance of fitness in lockdown. We are still looking for. So I'm trying to spoil my joke. Is she? I'm not. Is she? I'm laughing at it. Uh, don't laugh at it. That's Funny. that's not allowed. Uh, why are you going like that? Um, so back, Bianca is coming coming along and talk to us about the importance of fitness in lockdown. Um, so we're going to be um, we're going to be talking to her about that. We are still looking for guests to invite on the Kindness Project Live. We've got some amazing guests coming up at the start of June. Um, so feel free to get in touch with us. Um, with the people that we should speak to who are doing amazing work yep. in the world. Um, so feel free to let us know who who we should chat to. Dad, and June is the dog's birthday. And June is the dog's birthday, which is always, always good. Um, uh, the dog's doing amazing stuff in the world. Currently, he's having a kid on the sofa. Again. Um, again. <laughs> he does that most of the time. And on that on that final note, let's do the joke of the day. What do you call fake spaghetti? And in pasta. You're supposed to give him time to steal on it, so... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that is a joke. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.